All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes, a little, little bonus episode this week because um, it's, it's, it's kind of a big week. Um, you can probably assume why, but I'll tell you why in a second. Um, as always, I am Mike Sullivan. Joined with me, like I said, as always, my Patriots life partner. He's got the cowboy hat on today. He is ready to go. Yeah. Liam, what's up? How's it going? I am pretty good, feeling quite energized. Just recorded my last show. Now I'm on to this show. I thought I was going to be really white for this, but the cream has risen to the top. I am feeling good. I'm psyched up because it is Bucks Week, and we have a tremendous episode on here. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I can't, I can't wait. I, I feel like, and I, I don't know if, oh, by the way, presented by Couch Guy Sports. I have to say, we are the premier Patriots podcast, not just on, on Couch Guy Sports, but just in the in the podcast world. We are going to be the premier Patriots. Yeah, you know, everywhere. We're, we're going to be the ones you're going to want to come to. I feel like we have been waiting four weeks for this game. And it has been four weeks, but it's almost like, I don't know. It, it's like, it, it feels like the season is starting now. And like, I know it's not, and I know, you know, the Pats are one and two at the moment, um, but it, 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 it feels like this is, this, this is like the, the pre-Super Bowl. I don't know why. I, I think that's think- what you were saying, where it's like the first four weeks are kind of an extended preseason. Mm-hmm. Like now this is last week of the preseason, or we're getting into the nitty gritty here. It, it's real time. And I think we're starting yes, the season a little early just because of our opponent that's coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah. And um, in, in case you guys didn't know, in case you guys are living under a rock or anything, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks, the two and one Buccaneers are coming to Foxborough Sunday, 820 primetime game, Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. The storylines, they all write themselves. It's going to be intense. Hi, I'm on the call. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Liam has some guests. What are you doing? Dude, just your face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, really? Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. I like that. Uh, Oh, Christ. Anyway. All right. Um, Anyway. Anyway, the, um, Tom Brady's coming to Foxborough. Like I said, uh, Tom Brady, 820, Sunday night. Um, I see a lot. There, there's, there's so much to unpack with this game. First and foremost, though, I see a lot, of, a lot of Patriots fans, media, local media, national media, just random people on social media saying, oh, what are the – who are, who, are, who are the Patriots fans going to root for? You know, you got Tom Brady coming in, the GOAT. Oh, what, what are you guys going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And to that, I say, who the fuck do you think I'm going to root for? <laughs> who do you think? I am a Patriot. It's, look at my hat. Is that Tom Brady? Look, if you're watching on YouTube, it spoiler alert, it's not Tom Brady. It's Pat Patriot on my hat. It's not Tom the Pirate. This is Pat Patriot. I'm a Patriots fan. I like Tom Brady. I loved him when he was on the team, but he's not on the team anymore. He, as far as I'm concerned, and, and Ivan Fears said it earlier this week, love, love Tommy, love him, but he's the enemy this week. It's that simple. You see people, how can you root against, you know, how can you root against Brady? He brought you all those Super Bowls, all that. Man, I rooted enough for Tom Brady for 12 lifetimes, okay? He jumped ship literally to the pirate ship. 
I am rooting for the Patriots. There was never a chance in hell I wasn't going to root for uh, against the Patriots. That's that's my stance on it, Liam. What what do you have? I'm, I'm sure you've seen this too, right? All that, all the nonsense oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's just it's it just it's. I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't know how. It, I feel like people who think that Patriots fans are going to jump ship uh, that that's not what a fan is. A fan is short for a fanatic. I'm a fanatic of the Patriots. It's that yeah. simple. A hundred percent. I think it's just a result of the demographic that we're mostly around, which would be younger Patriots fans whose whole lives have been spent with Tom Brady. Like most people can't remember the Patriots without Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden he's on a different team, but when they were born, Tom Brady was on the Patriots. They were winning Super Bowls. As they grew up and matured, they were still winning Super Bowls. When they turned 20 years old, he won his goddamn sixth Super Bowl. So I think it's just all these people having a little bias, I guess, thinking that Tom Brady is the Patriots. Tom Brady is the whole team, and that's just not true. I have been very stark on Tom Brady recently, very vocal against him. I uh, I don't know. I struggle here. I, I want Tom yeah. Brady to do well. I've been enamored with Tom Brady for years, obviously. Mm-hmm. The greatest quarterback of all time, maybe yeah. the greatest football player ever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, get over it yeah it's it's like that ex-girlfriend that leaves and you just don't get over it you just keep thinking about it keeps coming up in your head you follow their social media you see what they're doing every day every sunday you're watching them get with another dude get with another chick Mm -hmm. you're just following the same routine where you're like oh man they're doing so well over there and then you kind of look at your team and the patriots hey i'm not going to sugarcoat it we've We've won one game. Like we're not absolutely crushing. Just the one, just the one. That's it. (laughs) So so we look at our team and who we're with right now compared to Tom Brady and what he's doing over there. And you're like, damn, he's kind of, I miss him. He's, he's outdoing us a little bit. And I find myself rooting for the Patriots as well. It's it's clear cut. You stick with the team. You root for the Patriots. Yeah, you have to. I've been much more cynical on Tom Brady recently. I think he's gotten a little cocky and a little annoying. Since annoying that, that you took the words out of my mouth. Oh my God. And some people love it. They're like, Sean, Tom's showing his personality. It's like, shut up. No, he's <sighs> not. All he's doing is talking about how he's going to play till he's 50 years old. Which is what these- he's been doing for the last five years. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to do it, dude, then just shut up and do it. It was like the whole mm-hmm. Brett Favre thing when Brett Favre retired, unretired, retired, unretired, then unretired, yep. retired again. Yep. Dude, just pick one. Just fucking just <laughs> settle with something. Originally, Tom Brady's like, I'm playing until I'm 45. Now he's like 44. He's like, I'm playing until I'm 50. But once he gets to 50, he's like, I'm playing until 55. It's like, dude, just shut up and do it. Just yeah, and not talking about it. We get it. And then he, he kind of throws like all these like weird behind the back comment or offhand comments toward the Patriots about yep. how like it wasn't the best time. I He's was finally crazy. having fun now. Yeah. It's like, dude, get fucked. Just because you get blacked out at the first fucking championship parade that you win in another city doesn't mean you didn't <laughs> have fun in in New England. It's ridiculous. He like, got that. Come on. Come on. People, but people saying that he wasn't by that. I have, I, I have been drunk in my life. Yeah. He was gone. Oh my God. He was For, gone. If anyone says he wasn't drunk and he was just giggly, they've never been drunk before. He no, I'm gone. Like, Get out of here. Walking him by his shoulders. Like, no, Tom over here. Like that's no, what people do. Drunk. I have been both drunk and giggly in my life. That was drunk. <laughs> that was very drunk. Oh, a hundred percent. So it's just like people look 
for any excuse to if you like one thing you have to put down the other thing mm-hmm. and i don't believe that how th- that's how this should go i like tom brady i wish him the best but he's not my favorite quarterback anymore he's no. not that guy for me he's no. just some other dude he's who's another quarterback that i like on another team i can't think of one i hate them all but uh, i know yeah right fuck them other all. quarterbacks <laughs> that i have liked i love steve mcnair way, way back in the day mm-hmm. before he was killed by his girlfriend of course that bitch yeah, that, um, i forgot about that I, oh, ridiculous sorry that I, I forgot about that but geez, I, forgot that. <laughs> I used to love steve mcnair but I don't want him to beat my team. No. I don't give a shit. If he, no. I hope he throws four picks against my team and then throws eight touchdowns every other game. That's just it. I think I, I think it's the whole the whole mentality, and it kind of it kind of trickles down from from Belichick. It's one of those things. It's a very business like thing. Listen, when you're here, I love you. You're awesome. I will I will die for you. I'll kill for you. I'll kill, hide the body, all that stuff for you. But once you leave. I'm sorry. I'm not. It happened with Kyle Van Noy to him. Obviously not the same as yeah, Tom no, Brady. No. He went to Miami. He, he like subtly talked shit about Belichick. I was like, fuck you, buddy. He's back yeah. here. Guess what? I love you, man. Love you. Yeah. I can't wait till you like really have said this anything. Exactly. Me, anything he said, I'm like, he said, what? Gone. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. He came back. He couldn't have meant it. He said it when he was gone. And I think your um your your uh, girlfriend, wife, whatever um a metaphor was perfect. I've used that before. I actually wrote it in a uh, in an article I wrote for Couch Guy Sports. Go check that out, CouchGuysports.com. I wrote it a couple shameless weeks ago. Plug. Uh, yeah, shameless plug. That's all. I'm gonna get a big Couch Guy Sports banner to put behind behind me. Um, <laughs> go check it out. What I wrote, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, listen, say I am with someone for you know, for instance, my wife right now. I've been with her for 15. 16 years don't talk shit neither one of us know because we've been together for so long so before you all jump down my throat and say oh you don't know your anniversary date piss off so what happened if all of a sudden we break up i don't care if it was amicable or not i'm not gonna want to see you do well ever i'm sorry i don't that that high road is not traveled that much by anybody. I don't care what anybody says. And so I'm going to see you. Saint human being to Exa- like exactly. And I'm sorry. I, no, I'm going to see you. And like you said, I'm going to I'm going to follow your social media here and there. I'm going to you know think about you oh, from time yeah. to time. But guess what? You know, I'm I'm not going to wish ill upon you. You know, I'm not going to hope that you die or anything. But you know, if you know you happen to get into a relationship and they break up with you, I'm going to be like, oh, that sucks for you. Same thing here. It's Tom Brady went somewhere else. I'm not going to sit there and actively root for him to lose. But when he does screw up, I don't know if this is the same for you. It's almost like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. I don't have to, you know, as, as a fan of a team, you do somewhat not make excuses, but you try to explain things away. I don't need to explain things away when he will sometimes overthrow someone or underthrow or just make a bad decision or something like that. I don't have to do that anymore. So it, it's almost, it's almost freeing, you know? So I am rooting for the Patriots. It is that simple. The people who think that we should be rooting for both of them, that's just not how it is. Because in my eyes, you're a fan of one team. That's how it goes. You know, of course, I like a couple other football teams out there, but I'm not really going to root for them actively. You know, I'll kind of watch them and be like, oh, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, for instance, the Cowboys played the Eagles. I, I wanted the Cowboys to win just because I hate the Eagles. I know, uh, I know there's a certain co-host that I have here that loves the Eagles. Uh, the, you know, the Philly, Philly, tra- tra- what we're saying, Philly trash team, Philly Eagles, put that, put the Eagles blanket down. 
if you're if you're not watching, you need to watch on the YouTube when these things drop. But he just holding up an Eagles blanket. Get out of here. But it's just one of those things. When he comes here, I'm going to root against him. At the end of the day, Patriots fans forget he picked another team. That's what happened. At the oh, yeah. end of the day, he picked another team. And that, and then he, and like you said, all the backhanded compliments, the text to one of the coaches or the trainers, it feels so good to have fun now, all the stuff where he's doing all these commercials and, oh, this is the first time Tom Brady can, can, you know, come out of his shell. I'm sorry. Have you not paid attention? He's been in how many commercials the last 20 years in New England? So that's another dumb narrative. I think me and you actually broke the story last week. I think that Tom Brady was holding back Bill Belichick. That's what I think fun on the fun levels. That's what I think. But yeah, but yeah, I I don't, I don't see, I I don't see anything wrong with rooting against Tom Brady on Sunday. No, I'm not some callous old curmudgeon. That's like, he left, fuck him. But like, I I see it from, like you said, the point of view where he left us. Like if Mm -hmm. my new girlfriend's coming up to me for the dude that she left me for, I'm going to be like, you missed out on the prize you yeah. screwed up and if i'm doing well and you know you come back i'm gonna be like hey you could have had this but you didn't and obviously the patriots aren't in that position where they can flex like that but it's a similar situation not yet not yet they will be They're like okay. you chose to go elsewhere and that's fine you do you but don't talk to me don't see me and i don't want you to do better than me either so yeah. it's just like it's weird and i can play devil's advocate and say that I understand where all the Tom Brady love is coming from. I think. Of course. It's tough not to see where it's coming from. I get that. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Cause he obviously won six Super Bowls. He yeah. was the face of the Patriots. He was everything. Everyone in New England, if you walk up to any street corner, any house on any block in New England, which is a series of like seven states, <laughs> if you go to their door and say, who's Tom Brady? They look you in the windows of your soul and go, that's my fucking quarterback. Yep, that's <laughs> just like that too. <laughs> just like that in that voice, even if it's a woman, that's my fucking quarterback. Same thing. Yep. Same, yeah. same way. Same grit in the teeth. Yep. Crazy. So it's just like, I totally understand. And he's a great face to have. He's a personable guy. He's so good at everything. Beautiful man. Except for running. But even when he can't run, he points himself out and laughs at the fact that he can't <laughs> run. He really is a great overall guy. He and is. I root for him. I didn't want him to win last year's Super Bowl. Well, of course not. But like, I just, I, I get where most fans are coming from with like, I'm a Tom Brady fan first and foremost. It's like, why? What team was Tom oh. Brady playing for? So it's like, when you say that, are you not a Gronk fan? Are you not a Richard Seymour, Vince Wilfork? Are you not a- Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy, Teddy yeah. Bruschi, Teddy fucking Bruschi. You're not a Teddy Bruschi Randy fan? Randy Moss, Randy Welker. Come on. Julian Edelman, Bill Belichick. Are you not a fan of those guys? And you just say, hey, Tom Brady's better than all those guys? Because I don't think Tom Brady's better than Bill Belichick. I, I love Bill Belichick. He's the greatest head coach of all time. Yes. I think I stick with Bill. Yes. See, that's it. You you reminded me of, of kind of the thing I wanted to talk about before we actually got into the game, because I do have some good little nuggets that should cheer up some Pats fans, because apparently it's fucking everybody's already counting this as a loss. Oh, 100 percent. You have the the main one of the main reasons you obviously don't want Tom Brady to necessarily succeed to like the levels that he has or that he did last year, because then you have the stupid 
bullshit fucking Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, undisputed argument where it's who gets more of the credit? What's the Patriot way? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Bill Belichick? Listen, the way I equate it, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, you'll probably hear me say it a bunch. I picture it like this. You have Dr. Dre and Eminem, both of them supremely talented. They, they would have been successful without each other. Of course they would have, yeah. but you put them together and they become something that they wouldn't have been without each other. That's what it comes down to. You can't say, oh, you know, Brady, you know, Brady won Belichick the last three Super Bowls. If you want to say that, I can say Belichick won Brady the first three Super Bowls. Yeah. So like, what are we even, it's such a dumb argument in the fact that, that every, for as long as Brady is going to be playing and winning, which he's going to do because he is the greatest of all time, that conversation is going to continue to get brought up. And I think that is at the basis of why I'm just sick of it, which starts to annoy you even more. Cause it's just like, it's not even, it, I hate Brady. I hate the conversation that comes around him. Yeah. That's it, it, shows, it shows how toxic some people can be too. When mm-hmm. I hear quotes about how Belichick lost the Eagles game in the Super Bowl on oh, purpose God, by not playing up. Malcolm Butler. Sabotage. Like, Sabotage is the word. It's like, what terrible relationships have you had in your life where you think that way? Did your parents put cigarettes out on you when you were a kid? Must Why have. would you ever think like that? Yes, Bill Belichick fought grit and grind, coaching a team with his best ability through a 16-game season, through three playoff games, and then to the Super Bowl just to go, let's just lose this one, guys. Yeah, why not, right? I don't need it. I don't need another win, and- right? To even consider Malcolm Butler as the game changer of a Super Bowl, I understand he had that pick in the Seahawks, and that was a once in a lifetime play, one of the perfect plays I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, four years prior. Four years prior, and it's an outlier. It's just one crazy play that he happened to make. He didn't do that multiple times. He wasn't a Darrell Revis type, he wasn't a consistent all pro, oh. pro bowler. No. no. So if you watch that, him that year, he he got good. beat multiple times every year. There were times where every receiver he would be covering would have a catch. And I'd be like, how, where, why is Butler three yards away? Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, no, he was, he was the key. He was the key. Yeah. yeah but no, it, yeah. It's just cause he didn't play that. We lost the Super Bowl. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous notion to say any of that. And it just shows people how willing they're, how willing they are to dig deep to smite bill belichick mm-hmm. it's like you're just biting the hand that feeds you here yes tom brady's gonna leave and you're gonna only be stuck with bill belichick and that's just gonna be you and bill and you're gonna be like hey <laughs> awkward sorry. as fuck <laughs> sorry i made fun of you the last three years can we go into super bowl now and bill's gonna be like no we're gonna go one and three our first four games you can go okay god which i don't it it doesn't it I, I hate that, that opinion, that rumor, that bullshit where it's like, oh yeah, but you know, Belichick wanted Brady out so bad that he was going to sabotage the Super Bowl and then try to sneak him out the back door, which, which by the way, Belichick straight up straight up said that was false earlier this week when he said, yeah, it, it was never a fact of not wanting him. What happened was the relationship just splintered. That's yeah. all that happened. And, and I think the thing is people don't want to accept that that's what happened. You want to think that it was this like, 
crazy like Belichick wanted to his ego came into play even though I guess it was nowhere to be found for 20 years but anyway his ego just now popped up and he wanted to get Brady out and prove that he can win without him and he doesn't like Brady even though he's constantly said that he he loves coaching Brady like I don't I don't get it yeah and it's just like people forget like a real life comparison because like Tom Brady played for the Patriots for 20 something years 20 years and it's fucking ridiculous to say that how could he be unhappy after 20 years I have worked at my job that I'm at right now since I was 17 years old so that's like eight years nine years fucking ridiculously long amount of time and I'm looking for a new job now you know why because I've been there for so long that the same old thing gets stale. Getting talked to by my boss gets stale. Talking to all the customers that I've seen every day for years and years and years gets stale. Yep. Most people just, things run their course. People are like, why couldn't you be like Kobe and stay with one franchise and disappear into the moonlight? That That's doesn't not how happen. that went. Kobe asked for a trade to the Bulls and they didn't give it to him. Instead, they got him a superstar and Kobe was like, all right, fuck it, I'll stay. Yeah. He held on to the bitter end. And then the last four years, the Lakers wanted to get rid of Kobe and he was just like, yeah, you're not getting rid of me. He had yeah, no trade. Like, come on. So, so no matter what, there's going to be problems. There's going to be trouble for anything for a long period of time. Shit's going to get old. And mm-hmm. it's like, obviously things splintered after a while it's the same thing every year whether you are winning championships every year or you are five and eleven every year it gets old yes it it always does and especially the fact honestly like 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 you said look at it just realistically common sense tom brady is for well at the time he was 42 he's 44 now but he he's 42 he doesn't he just got tired of doing the Bill Belichick way, which by the way, all of a sudden you got Alex Guerrero, that, that fucking, that snake oil salesman piece. Of, well, let me, I, I, I forgot j- j- just to refresh people's memory on who Alex Guerrero is. Uh, look up Supreme greens. If you don't know what that is, he pretended to be a doctor had infomercials, a whole site saying that he did 192 lab tests, which by the way, after he was investigated, they said that that was just false. So that's just not there. He, he, he said that he could cure, he could cure ailments such as AIDS, cancer, multiple sclerosis. So what he did, he took people at their lowest point and said, Hey, I might be able to help you out pretended to be a doctor had all these fake things so so don't even don't tell me that alex guerrero said this shit i'm okay? sorry my textbook that is a snake oil salesman that is a snake oil salesman he got he he got i think it was like 60 60 million or 65 million or something. i might be off with the number but he settled outside of court oh, yeah. because if he didn't settle he would be in jail and he wouldn't be tom brady's be bff rubbing his fucking yeah. feet with his tb tb 12 cream Exactly. So for him to be like, oh, you know, Belichick didn't treat him right, blah, blah, blah. I saw a tweet earlier today. It was something along the lines of, yeah, Alex Guerrero was sitting here saying that Tom Brady wasn't getting treated differently when he was allowed access into the stadium. They had their own special room for massages. They had all this stuff. Don't fucking tell me that Bill Belichick didn't give Tom Brady special treatment. Okay. And guess what? Even if he didn't, most of the time, everybody was touting, was praising Bill Belichick for treating everybody the same way, you know, the same mentality, all this, but now that it's golden boy, Tom, it's, 
oh, you got to treat him with kid gloves. Give him a day off like Bruce Arians does. Let him go tan. Let him go get in trouble in Florida for practicing during COVID when he shouldn't be. Like, let him go do all these things. No, that's not how Belichick runs his ship. That's not the only way to win, but it's the way that he, that's worked for him. Come on. 100%. And <laughs> I always compare Bill to Greg Popovich, if for those basketball listeners yep. here, because Bill Perfect is the greatest head coach of all time. Greg Popovich is the greatest basketball coach of all time. Yep. And Pop comes from a military regiment. Like he was enlisted, I believe it was the Navy. Um, don't quote me on that, but he was in some sort of military service. So he runs a tight ship for his team. There's a reason they won five chips. They are the Spurs dynasty. They might be the second greatest dynasty behind the Celtics, but they are a fantastic dynasty. And everyone on that team quotes pop every season at the beginning of the season, pop comes in and just lays heat on Tim Duncan, just unloads on Tim Duncan, just yelling at everyone. And that's because Tim Duncan was the hands down best player on that team, arguably the greatest player of all time. And he had oh, to big. show. That's a bold statement. No, it's not to another <laughs> man, but we'll get into that another day. He had to show everyone that I don't care if he, even if you're not putting up 20, 20 and five, like Tim is, you're getting yelled at and he's mm -hmm. getting yelled at. And he's doing more than you ever could. Mm -hmm. So it's just like you set that president where no one is above my rule. If Tom Brady just didn't get yelled at for his mistakes, imagine what the off the wide receivers would think. They're like, dude, Tom Brady fucked that up and I'm getting yelled at for it. It's like yeah. it's just not right. It doesn't set a good precedent. And Bill, he's not military regiment. He's I don't think Bill was ever enlisted in something like that. Uh, his uh, his 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 family was uh, yeah, I, I think a couple dad, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I think his dad fought in World War II. I yeah, something like that. Yeah, but, old, um, old ass motherfucker. It's like it's by the book. No one's different. We work as a team. Everyone's a collective unit. The leader is just as in much trouble as you know the corporate private, private mm -hmm. you know cadet new guy. Like mm -hmm. everyone gets held to the same book, and I think that's the most respectful. And obviously, it works. Yeah, obviously, it, it works. It, it's not the only way, but yeah. it works. That's the thing you have, you have, oh, the Patriots don't have fun, more bullshit. I'm not going to get into that. Cause that's just nonsense. It's like, yeah, you know, they don't do this. They don't let people be themselves. I'm sorry. Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola had their own, like, I think it was like a fucking YouTube series where they were like yeah. cops or like some fake shit like that. Yeah. It was hilarious. Both of them and Gronk were on the show entourage and in the entourage movie multiple times. Yeah. So Tom Brady was in Ted too. Yeah, like what are, jack them off. Yeah, what what are we talking? Don't don't give me see. So that's just it's just funny. So like as a Patriots fan, it's funny to see everybody everybody try to poke holes in this and all I'm that. And it's like listen, you you just forget everything. It's like oh you know without without you know Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, you know his record without Tom Brady. First of all, it's not really fair because it was like it was one year with the Pats. It's a weird. I don't know. I don't I don't want to get into it. It's just. His record, I, even without Tom Brady, is damn good. So. Yeah, I mean, remember the one year he had Matt Castle? They were the only 11-win 11, 11 team, I think, to miss the playoffs at that point. I don't know if it's happened yeah. since. I haven't paid enough uh, attention to I the sucky teams. Has, but, but, yeah, Matt Castle was great. Uh, Jacoby Brissett won his only yep. game as a starter. Jimmy yep. Garoppolo went 2-1, and one, I believe it was. Yep. So, like, And the yeah. fact that he did that with Jimmy G and people – it's funny because people right now will say Jimmy G sucks and all that. Yeah, 
Belichick won two games with him. So like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that, that Jacoby Brissett, you know, he sucks. He's a, he's a career backup. He can't win. Jimmy G sucks, all that stuff. But yet Belichick could win with them, but yet Belichick could only win with Brady, even though he's won with other people. It's, it's, it's just dumb. It's, it's I do, I do have a question for you though. Yes. When it comes to it, do you think that Bill, say Tom Brady was never drafted to the Patriots, mm-hmm. how much success does Bill have? Because he still has that same stellar defense Yeah, that Tom yeah. Brady just kind of was gifted. Let's say Drew Bledsoe's the starter. Drew Bledsoe has the same career as Tom Brady, but probably retires in 2014 because he was old then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, Drew Bledsoe was good. See, people forget really that. Good. He really was good. very good. Yeah, so I have a I signed know. jersey right over there. I mean, I don't know shit, really. Damn. Leave naked under it every night. I don't think, I mean, who wouldn't? I don't think, I don't think, um, I, I mean, obviously <laughs> there's, there's no way that he reaches the, the, the level that him and Brady reach. I don't yeah, think no. they get to nine so. Super Bowls and all that. No, no, no. But I mean, I still think that he gets put into the conversation as one of the greatest coaches of all time. I don't think it's, it's as definitive now where it's like Belichick's the greatest NFL coach. Yeah. Like, you know, that's pretty much what almost 99% of the people will say. I think he's still in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. I think that, I don't think Belichick stays in new England for as long as he has. That's, really? that's one thing. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, just because I think that he, he, him having Brady was kind of the ultimate trump card where he could do what he wanted on defense and, you know, spend money that way. And, you know, people say that, oh, he didn't give Tom Brady weapons. Yeah, but he gave him weapons on defense, though. So it's kind of different, but kind of the same. I don't, I don't think he stays with the Patriots as long, but I do still think he has the, if you can kind of, kind of scale down that success to what it would be in that shorter of a time frame. I do still think he goes to a few, so a few Super Bowls, wins two of them, maybe three of them, something like that. That's okay. what I think. You think That's that too? What do you, yeah. Just like a rough number. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think he wins. I think he, I think he wins three. If he stays till 2014, like, let's just use that as the, you know, as the time. Cause that's when he was kind of looking to move on from, um, you know, Brady around that time. Yeah. I think, I think he goes to three. Wins three of them. That's what I think. And hey, what if he leaves, becomes the coach of the Packers when Mike McCarthy left, takes Aaron Rodgers to three more Super Bowls? Hell, maybe four. Maybe Bill has more rings in a different universe. Yep. Yep. Who knows? And that's see, so that that that's the fun and the annoying part of that game because you can keep playing that all the time. You can be like, hey, what if Brady got drafted by the whatever any of the other teams because everybody passed on him multiple times? Like you never know. It just so happened the world's collided it was the big bang and everybody everybody was in the right spot at the right time and it just it just took off and i think that i think you don't have one to their full potential without the other one that's what i think so the whole who's what it blah 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 patriot way belichick way brady way no 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 they were good together the relationship soured it's that simple there's no weird you know i know what's his name seth wickersham has a book coming out october 12th i believe where you know the patriots he's going to try to do some other you know bullshit with you know everybody's cheating all that belichick wanted brady out whatever it is what happened 20 years relationship soured that's it. I don't really want to spend any more bullshit time on that. Do you have any last little last thing to kind of put on, you know, how you feel about Brady, Belichick, all that? That's it. Okay. Cause guess what, Liam, there's a game to be played. There's a game that's going to be played. Um, I will say this though. Um, I did, I, I did, I did want to bring this up. 
have you heard of Exogun before? Once or twice. Once or twice, right? Okay. Yeah, Exogun, I'm sure all the players are going to be using this, you know, before the games. Really what it is, it's a portable workout, okay? If you're on the trail, they're always in the trail. Everybody's in the trail. If you listen to this podcast, you know we're big trail boys as well. If you're if you're in the trail, in the locker room, wherever you are, you can get a massage at a moment's notice. It revives muscle, boosts circulation, releases energy. So like I said, you can recover faster, live better, take it wherever you need it. Comes with a case, comes with a charger, all that fun stuff. Has percussion therapy, has the best things out there. You know what it is, but I'm going to say it anyways. Penetrates deep into the muscle, rapid concentrated strokes. You know the story by now. Go to um, checkout, put in CGS10, you get 10% off. Again, go to checkout, put in CGS10, you get 10% off, get your exogun today. It's worth it, trust me. The game, Sunday, 8.20, Brady, Belichick. What do you think? I have stats, but what do you think? Just looking at it right now. Excitement, um, confidence level. Actually, tell me your confidence level, and then, and then I'll try to help your confidence level. Okay, so my confidence level, I would say, is hovering around a six and a half. It's actually not so bad. A lot of people think the Patriots are going to get like 50 pieced. I don't think everyone thinks that. Jeez. Yeah. And I think a huge part of that, a huge reason for that is because the Bucs just lost. They lost to Matt Stafford and the Mm -hmm. Rams were extremely capable, very good team. Super Bowl team, people are saying this year, maybe. I I think so. Sleeper Super Bowl team, yeah. Mm-hmm. I already bet on them, but um, smart bet. I think it's just one of those things where Bill knows Brady inside and out, knows everything about him. Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots have the slight advantage in that department. The defense was good all the way up until last game, which we'll talk about in our recap episode coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for me to think the defense won't be back to normal next week. I think they're going to be all over Tom Brady. It seems like Trent Brown's going to be back, which would be tremendous for our terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm worried about is if Mac can stay composed, be behind a solid offensive line, get it to his guys. If Mac can have an even above average day, I think it's a close game. I think yeah. they keep it close. I think the defense really stops Tom Brady, really hurts Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. There are guys on the other side of the ball, like Hightower, Van Noy, McCourty. Gilmore's not going to be there. J.C. Jackson is, though. Like, guys who have played with Brady. Uche, Bentley. They, they, there's, oh, well, those are the new uh, guys. But like yeah. Guys who have played with Brady so they know his, uh, know his you know, mannerisms, I guess, mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. But mm-hmm. then you've got new guys. you got Uche. You've got oh. Judon. Who's oh, Judon. Scary, man. Judon's amazing, man. Bad motherfucker. Mm-mm. And they have all, like, they have a mean defense. Kyle Duggar, who was – you know, in and out last year, like mm-hmm. played a marginal role. Now he's much more capable. We got Adrian Phillips who's playing very well as well. Depends on if he plays. I know his wife's giving birth soon or maybe just gave birth. So I don't think he would miss this game for the world though. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he might be back. I think. Yeah. I, I would hope so. Anyway, I would be, I don't care if my, I had triplets born on that day. I would be, at <laughs> but um, my point is new faces and old faces along this defense. Half of them know Tom Brady's mannerisms. Everyone who knows what Tom Brady is like and played against him in multiple practices is going to say to the guys that didn't know him, hey, he bites on this. He's going to do double moves here. He likes Mm -hmm. to look to the outside. On third and short, he likes to look to the slot guys running the inside out. I think that 
the communication is going to be huge for the defense and it's going to give Tom Brady a lot of trouble. Right now, the spread on DraftKings is Bucks minus six and a half and a minus 300 money line. So they're pretty heavy favorites right now. A little less than a touchdown, but basically a touchdown spread. I think that the Patriots cover. I think it's a close game. I think they're right there with it. I think and it is too. I think it is too. At plus 240 for the Patriots, I have half a mind to bet on the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, you know, like not, not only just, like you said, I think it's one of those things where Belichick has to be sitting there. And I think he's using one of my favorite quotes out there where it's like, listen, Tom, I taught you everything, you know, I didn't teach you everything I know. I fucking love that quote. And and if you think about it, Bill Belichick has seen and knows more football than Tom Brady has just strictly on life experience. I understand Brady's the goat, all that, but Bill Belichick might pull out something his fucking dad had during an army and Navy game in 1902 or, you know, something stupid like that. Bill's press uh, conference. When somebody asked, uh, it was, some reporter asked him about the relevance of long snappers. And he was like, Hey, Uh, he was like, can't you just use some other skill position as a long snapper and use that extra roster spot for like mm. a guy who could actually contribute. And Bill cites a game from 1958 Mm -hmm. talks about a guy who founded the long snapping position and goes deep. Like a thousand words, a thousand words. Most I've ever seen Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. talk when he answered a question. He went, deep into this mm-hmm. question and explained it in full detail. And then he goes, did I answer your question? The reporter's like, and more. Oh. The reporter's like, you answered everything. He's like, I don't have a follow-up question. I don't have any more questions. I nope. probably wouldn't have questions next week. I no. know. <laughs> like, you completely answered everything. Bill knows every play that's mm-hmm. ever happened in, in football <laughs> history. I'm convinced. Every, yeah, convinced. every one of them. And he coached for the Browns as the head coach with mm-hmm. Nick Saban. And he was the defense coordinator for the Giants with Lawrence Taylor. So he, there is a huge career that no one gives a shit that Bill Belichick had mm-hmm. before he even coached the Patriots. Hell, he won a Super Bowl with the Giants. People forget that, though. People don't remember that because you think rings. Belichick Patriots. That's not the, the same thing. amount of rings. Yeah, but no. See, it, it, but again, it, it doesn't register. And like, I, I understand. But at the same time, like. Belichick had a life before Brady and he had a successful football life as well. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, Brady has been without Belichick for one year. I'm not going to say that he trumps Belichick because of that one year. Oh God, I feel like I'm getting back into that bullshit conversation, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. And with, with Brady. So I don't, I have, I I texted you earlier today. I was like, dude, I have, I'm fucking getting ready for this, for this pod. I got stats. I want to see if I should be as confident as I want to be. I'm going to hit you with the bullshit first. I think, you know, Patriots have the best offense in the league, 34 points per game. I mean, you can't, you can't really mess with that. Yeah. 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 They're tied for first with the, um, I didn't write what team they're tied for first, but yeah, but yeah, just, just overall ranked They're They're tied first, just overall. So with your, with, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I forget who that is. It the Rams. Maybe they might be tied with the Rams. I think. Yeah, I'd um, say random Yeah, I, I forget which one, but um, pass yards per game. They're second in the league with 349. I mean, I think we I think we know that. Here's something that people talk about, but I think it's going to be important. They're 31st in the league rushing the ball, 56 yards per game. That's it. 56. That's not that good. If, if Belichick knows, yeah, that's it. 56 yards. If there's any 
if there's any weakness on this offense, which trust me, that's, that's pretty much the only, the only weakness they get flagged a lot. They're second in the league with 27 offensive penalties, but rushing though, and they explain that too. Exactly. That's the thing. So these are things that Belichick's looking at there. Obviously the Pats offense, I don't really want to depress everybody and go through that, but they're, 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 they're not as good. They're just yeah. simply not as good. Um, but with the defense, this is the part that kind of jumped out to me. So the Pats defense is ranked fifth overall, which I think that that's really no surprise. The Bucks defense, 27 overall, kind of everything taken into, taken into consideration, right? Mac Jones this year, his thing has been the line hasn't been able to protect him. He's been getting sacked. He's been getting hit, all that fun stuff, right? That's kind of the, the, the thing. The Bucks are last in the league with three sacks this year. So they're not getting to, they're not tackling the quarterback. And guess what? They're not really getting to him either. They're, they, they blitz 61 times so far this year. They blitz a lot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But they don't get there though. They only get there 31% of the time, which isn't, that's not good for, for the amount that they blitz. It doesn't, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where they keep sending people, but they can't, they can't finish the job. They're, yeah. they're 19th in the league at QB hurries. So they're not, they're not doing anything there. Like I said, sacks. Yeah. Nothing's good there. Pressures. Like I said, they're 19th in the league at pressures too. To make it worse. They JPP got hurt in the last game. I don't yep. know if he's out. I think he's questionable right now. Most likely there's a big game. He's probably just going to force himself to be mm-hmm. out there, but he's still hurt. They lost their second. There's, Starting corner technically, but he yeah. beat the second corner for choosing one at a time. Mm-hmm. Jamel Dean, he is definitely out. He might yep. even be out for the season. Yep. He's going to miss some extended time. Giovanni Bernard got hurt and sent out too with a leg injury. So there are some injuries on this Bucks team, specifically on the defense, yeah. which is already apparently pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not good. Yards after catch, pretty pretty important, right? The Bucks are the worst, and it is far and away. I think that it's 602 yards or 609 yards after the catch. The next one is like 400 yards. They, they don't know what to do when you catch the ball. So imagine you throw in a little slant to Jonu Smith or Jacoby Myers or something like that. You got to think that Belichick sees that shit. Uh, passing touchdowns, they're tied for uh, giving up the most in the league with nine. The Patriots are the third fewest with three. Again, it's one of those things where the Patriots' strength is going up against the Bucks' strength, which is the offense. Yeah. The defense, though, the Bucks' defense, and I think I even um, – they have – where is it? Tackles for loss. They have the second fewest tackles for loss with seven. So they're not getting – like I said, when they blitz, they're not getting to you. They're not tackling you, yeah. you know? They're not they, – they're not succeeding with what they're trying to do points per game too. They're 27th in the league. They're giving up just under 30 points a game. I mean, the Pats are giving up 17 points per game, which is fifth in the league, by the way, because the Patriots defense is very good this year. They had, they can't seem to close out games, the Pats defense, but all in between they're kicking ass. They're doing their thing. Um, The passing yards per game. And this is why this is kind of the, the part I want to talk to you about. They are giving up the most pass yards per game with 338 passing yards. The Bucks are. I mean, if I there was ever a game to unleash, put it in quotes, unleash Mac Jones, this is the game. They can't pressure him or they're not successful at it. They're not successful at sacking him. They're not in, God forbid, Trent Brown plays. 
And JPP is still hobbled. Like you said, even though he's probably still going to play, but he's going to be hobbled too. Mac Jones should have time back there. He should be able to not dissect the defense, but this should be the, this should be Mac's best game so far, possibly his best offensive game going against this Bucks defense. I think they're not. And this is one of those things where it's like the, again, the cream rises to the top here. I think there's a chance for, Hey, maybe those petty people that talk about that toxic shit that we mentioned earlier are right. Cause mm-hmm. everyone says that bill wants to show off his new weapon that he selected against his former player and all that stuff. If there was a game for Mac Jones to go out and show that he is an established soon to be great NFL quarterback, what better game to do it than against your former basically god of your team the face of your team and forever legend of your team it's good he has huge shoes to fill and if he can go in there and completely ball out against tom brady in the box that's just one step closer to him being a great quarterback and filling those shoes which you know it's hard to ever fill those shoes but it makes sense to me it seems like a setup for a big game yep yeah and i think that's what it's going to be because i think mcdaniels i think everybody kind of knows you know, that, you know, I think they're ironing out the kinks. Like I said, this is, I think I said it last week. I might not even have said it on here. I might just said it texting or something. The offense always seems to be the last, the last part of the team that gets its shit together. It's always the special teams is always good, even though they had a punt blocked against the saints, which was fucking bizarro world, but the special teams is always going to be stable. The defense is hit or miss at first. They normally pan out. The offense is always, is always the last part to get ironed out, whether that be because McDaniel's system is so complex or just, you know, there's so many moving parts, injuries, whatever it is. Which is an infamous offense for that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and I think for anything you can say about Mac Jones, whether he, you know, I saw some people saying that he holds on to the ball too long. That's not for me to say. I mean, if it's, if I don't know, I mean, it it doesn't help that he's dropping back 54 times and getting hit 18 times, like, you know, whatever it is, the one thing, no one's saying, no one's saying that Mac Jones looks flustered. He seems to understand. He understands the offense for the most part. He doesn't seem to be confused by what the defense is doing for the most part. I mean, other than when there's a rusher in his face, but he's, he's also a rookie. He's going to make those mistakes. He hasn't seen everything, yeah. but I, I, I think, like you said, I think this is where Bill's like, you know what? Cause Bill does have somewhat of an ego. Like everybody does. Like, he's not perfect. No, he's not. And I think that Belichick's going to be like, you know what? I know that this game is important for the team. You know, if, if the Patriots beat the Bucks and they get to two and two, the Bucks go to two and two as well. This is a big win for them. Huge win. Huge. And could I be think like one of those season turnaround ones. Easily could be. Easily. Because guess what? You're two and two. You're still not, you're not out of the division by any chance. You know, we are far too early in the season to even talk about playoff spots or playoff positioning or anything like that. But it's it, it just this just seems like everyone's saying that the Patriots have no chance. You know, I see people saying, ah, you know what guys, like, you know, this is going to be a tough loss, but you know, Hey, it might be a, it might be a surprise win. I don't even think it would be a surprise win. I think if you actually look at this team, you have the Patriots offense, which you've seen flashes of what they can do going up against a, a bad defense. Like, let's just call it what it is right now. They're a bad defense. And then you have a really good Bucks offense going up against a pretty good Patriots defense. So if they can just keep him at bay, if Belichick can scheme up some things to get pressure on Brady, because guess what? 
Brady's just like every other quarterback. If you get pressure on him, he's going to crumble. He's going to fold. He makes mistakes. Oh, yeah. People forget about all the bad games Tom Brady had. You know, there's not many. It's never really a full game. But, like, there'll be moments in games, hey, fucking, he was down 28-3 to in the Super Bowl. There's mm-hmm. a reason they were down 28. Tom Brady couldn't put points on the board. Yep. And no, it's not entirely Tom Brady's fault, but a huge part of it is he threw a goddamn pick six in that game. Again, in that game as well, Falcons number one ranked offense against the Patriots yep. number one yep. ranked defense. Yep. How did that turn out? So it's just, I think these are the moments that Bill eats up. He's like, mm-hmm. Fire me up. So I, I really think that this there's a chance for an upset here. If you were to predict, what what do you think for this game? So oh, I, I think it's a close game. I think if yeah. the Bucs win, they win by 7 to 10. Or the Patriots win, I think they win by 3. I don't think yep. it's convincing Patriots win, but I think they get it. Yeah, I think uh, if I could kind of use my crystal ball and take a look, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the Patriots – one surprise surprise the tuck rule take one of the tuck rule takes host guys wants the patriots to win but like i said there's reasoning for it i'm not just this isn't just a blind a blind fandom i legitimately think they're going to win i think it's going to be it's going to be one of those 24 23 games i think even you know i think it's something where you know mac jones has the ball towards the end of the game he drives down into field goal range and i don't know folk kicks the game winner or something like that i think that'd be kind of some sort of you know poetic justice where you know brady would do that with venetary a lot Uh, the nfl gods seem to work out like that a little bit you know sometimes things happen where you're like "Hmm, i think someone kind of planned that up you know up with you know the nfl people yeah if that happens you're gonna be getting a fat text from me Uh, you told me so I, 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 I hope it, honestly, if I could like have my druthers, the patch would win by like 17, but we both know that's not going to happen. Um, yeah. I think that, I think Mac has a really good game. Um, I don't think he makes any crazy mistakes. I think, I, I think that this is going to be the Patriots most complete game. And again, that doesn't mean that they're going to win. That doesn't mean they're going to blow them out because they are still playing the defending Super Bowl champions. You know, like they are still, regardless of how bad their defense is, they still have Tom Brady. They still have Gronk, who, yeah, he's got a little rib thing here and there. He's still Gronk. You know, they still have Antonio Brown, assuming he plays. They still have Evans. They still have Godwin. They still have all these weapons. So I think the the key to the game is you got to get pressure on Brady because then that'll kind of make it so he doesn't have time to sit back and dissect it. Maybe he makes a mistake. Maybe he doesn't. I think 24, 23 Patriots on a late game field goal by Nick Folk. That's what I think. So are all those defensive reasons that you listed me earlier, is that why you're confident that the Patriots are going to win and kind of like the sole reason? Cause like, you know, everyone thinks it's going to be an ass kick and, and the casual fan and hell, I, I think of it as well. I think it's certainly a possibility. Why wouldn't Tom Brady carve us up for like five tubs? Why wouldn't Tom Brady do this and that? Because playing devil's advocate here, just like I said, all the defenders know Tom Brady's mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady knows half of the defense's mannerisms. He sure. knows he knows what Devin McCourty likes to do as a safety because he played against him basically the last 10 years. So every goddamn day. So it's just like, it's really hard for me to imagine why he wouldn't have five touchdowns. Why is that whole defensive thing basically is what I'm asking. Is that why you're like, 
it just seems like the perfect setup for Tom to struggle. Yeah, so it's it's partly that, and it's also partly because I think that the Patriots' pass rush is going to struggle. So it's actually both defenses, if, if we're kind of going to talk yeah. about it like that. Because the Patriots, they don't have to blitz all the time. You know, they're, they're 28th in the league in blitz, and they don't blitz that much, but they still have 23 pressures. The Bucks, like I said, have 27 pressures with 61 blitzes, and they bring the house all the time. So it's kind of one of those things where the, the Patriots seem to be able to get pressure with rushing, you know, four, maybe bringing one extra rusher. And if you're getting pressure in Brady's face like that, and you still have a good amount of coverage back there, that's how you force him to throw the ball away. Maybe he just kind of throws one up, hoping for a you know defensive pass interference, something like that. I think, like I said, not only the Bucks defense being as shitty as it is, I think the pass rush for the Patriots shows up. And I think that is the other factor that led me to believe that I think the Pats are going to win. Um, it's not because I think that Tom Brady is going to, going to, you know, not know what he's doing. I think when he has time, he's, he's going to carve him up to an up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I think there's just going to be certain times, certain drives where, you know, Brady needs to go down the field and get something. And I think maybe he goes three and out because, you know, Judon hits them or Uche or something like that. Because like I said, I think this front seven is really, really fucking good. So it's both defenses are the reasons why I feel this way. The offenses, because if I'm just looking at the offenses, the Bucks are going to win by 50. Like if we're being honest, if that's all we're looking at. So, but yeah, I think it's, it's because of the Pats front seven and the Bucks just lack of defensive anything. And the whole, they don't have a run game really plays into what the Patriots like to do. If they shut yeah. out the run, then Tom has to pass. And even the greatest quarterback ever of all time, whether it's Brady, whether it's Mahomes, hell, put any quarterback that you love, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre kind of sucks, but you could throw him in there as well. The best quarterback ever looks pedestrian if they're getting hit all day long. So if you, you saw can- it in the Super Bowl, when, when Brady played the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things. They were scoring however many points. And Brady was like, yeah. And Brady was like, oh, you think we're only going to score this? Brady had a rough night. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To only score 17 points against that Giants defense, I'm still not over that. But I digress. Sorry, I brought it up. I wish I didn't bring it up. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It seems like one of those things where it's a perfect setup here. They're going to try and run the ball. The Patriots can lock down that run. So then they're like, all right, this isn't working. We have to go to the pass. And then once you get predictable, once Bill knows that you're going to pass nearly every down, he lets the hounds loose. Judon Mm -hmm. comes off the edge. Uche comes off the edge. Mm -hmm. Far more and the brothers coming up the Mm -hmm. middle. It's, It's a scary thing. Van Noy can blitz at any moment. Yep. Any of our corners off the edge. Yeah. So it's like Bill disguises everything. And he's had a year without Tom Brady to maybe make some changes to his defense. Maybe not, but he's Mm -hmm. had plenty of time to adjust and add new things and subtract new things and put in new looks that hell, maybe Tom Brady hasn't seen recently. Maybe Bill pulls out some new stops on defense, some new coverages where Tom Brady's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is covered too. snaps the ball. All of a sudden it turns to, you know, uh, Tampa two. And you're like, Holy shit. Like they only have the safety over the top. I got two guys blitzing on my left. And then all of a sudden Brady's scrambling to try and find a guy. Cause he thought it was a completely different look. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, and, and I, I want to ask you the same question you asked me, but, but that's what it comes down to because you have the defense cancels out the offense, the bad offense cancels out the defense, whatever. At the end of the day, it's all going to end up boiling down to Brady versus Belichick, which is what we all want. And if that's what's going on, I'm pushing all my chips in on Belichick because I just have a little more faith 
that Belichick can pull something out that Brady hasn't seen before. That's what it comes down to. Totally. And let's not pretend like the Bucs are like this immortal giant team that's never lost. They're they not. Shut, they got shut out twice last year yep. and then lost to the division leading Saints, ended up beating them in the playoffs, but lost both times during the regular season. They are a very beatable team. And last year, their defense was stellar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, like I said, it's, it's, they're not the team they were last year. Like you just said there. They're, they're a very beatable team. We start, if you pressure them, you can beat them 24, 23. It comes down to Belichick having a couple more tricks up his sleeve than Brady's ready to deal with. I'm going to flip the question back to you. What do you think? What do you, how do you think this game is going to end the game of the, of the century of the universe of the multiverse, all the, the, the game of the fucking millennia. How do you think it's going to end? So the over under in this game is 49 which would be a little over five total touchdowns in the game. I yeah. think it's a huge long shot for there to be five touchdowns. In fact, the, with all the evidence you just presented, which I didn't know all the defensive stats and whatnot, but I knew, obviously, I thought the Patriots defense was top three. Yeah, yeah almost. Like they, I mean, they're, yeah. they're yeah. Five, they're very... five is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. And they're great at specific things when it comes to defense in the top three there. So – I have no reason to believe that this is going to be more than a 20 to 17 Patriots win or like a 17, 13 Patriots win. Like, I don't think it's a high scoring game. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a ton of offense. I think Tom Brady struggles basically the whole way through. And it's one of those things where if everyone, everyone is steering one way, if, Everyone is going to the Bucks are going to 50 piece them. Tom's going to have five tubs. Mac Jones is going to have three picks. Mm-hmm. Be able to do anything right. If everyone's going in that direction, I'm one of those guys that kind of steers out of the crown, slips off the other way because most of the time people are wrong. Yeah. If it was that easy, everyone would win a lot of money in betting. Everyone would be a sports analyst. Everyone would be working for ESPN. Everyone would know exactly what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. If all the casuals are saying one thing, I tend to lean the other way and say, hey, I do not think this is how that's going to go. I think you're wrong there. And we have evidence for it. Yeah. I, what you said, what would you say? 17, 13, like as a possibility too? Yeah. So it, if I had to pick a final score, it's hard for me to imagine Tom Brady gets what more or gets yeah less, less than two touchdowns which is why i kind of pushed it to 17 or 20 to 17 page yeah but honestly it's, it could be such a surprise where tom brady gets 13 points a touchdown two field goals and it's just kind of like oh my yeah because because you think because belichick's smart so let's just say the let's just kind of play out the game a little bit say the pats get up uh you know, say they get up, you know, 13, seven, some bullshit like that. Yep. Belichick knows who he's going against. I think at that point you kind of turn into not, not, uh, not run the clock out, but you kind of start to, you throw in a couple more runs, you throw in a couple more short passes, more screen, just to keep the clock going. Because yep. at that point, when you're up against Tom Brady, as much as no matter what you want to say about him being old, anything right now, you don't want him on the field as much. So I think Belichick kind of does that too, which is why when you said, uh, you know, like a lower score, like 17, 13, 17, 14, something like that. I was like, holy shit. I didn't think of that because what happens if, you know, Belichick does get up or not even that, what if he just like, that's the game plan to just own the time of possession win strictly because you have the ball more than Brady. 
Yeah. I think that's, that's a good, that's a good way to win. And Bill knows exactly how Tom wants to play in those moments. They mm-hmm. have faced multiple other teams where they've been down and he basically just hands the offense to Tom McDaniels obviously calls the plays, but Tom changes that shit at the line of scrimmage. Tom sees and has all final say when he's at the line of scrimmage. So if it's one of those, you know, two minute drill situations, basically for the last two quarters, because the Patriots are up 13 to seven, or if even say they get the opening kickoff, go down seven, nothing. And then we drag it to seven, nothing. And then in the second half, we get like a field goal. It's 10, nothing. Brady's still playing the same way. He's going to come back and he's going to have to sling his way back because there's time restraints. So Bill knows exactly the plays that Tom feels comfortable with, what he wants to do, Tom's mindset while he does this. So he'll bleed the cock, clock on offense, bleed the cock. Bleed the cock on offense. <laughs> bleed the shit out of that cock on offense. And then on defense, he goes, I know what Tom wants to do. Tom wants these short intermediate passes. So mm-hmm. how Bill takes away the short intermediate passes, makes them throw deep because you're more likely to throw an interception, yep. more likely to get offensive pass interference, more likely to have a fumble, more likely to have anything if the yep. ball is traveling more in the air and you mm-hmm. have guys doing more on the field. So I think Bill knows he caters to Tom's weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And I think because Bill knows, do you think, I was thinking about this too. Say the Pats win the coin toss. What do they do? Do they defend? Do they take it first? Does Bill want to get up on Brady first? Bill always defers. Or Bill they, always defers. Yeah, right? So I was thinking that too. I, that, that's what I want to happen. I know there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, why would you give the ball to Brady first? Take it. No, no, no. Don't, don't play so out of your comfort zone. Like do the same thing. Kick it. Have faith in, in your best group, which is your special teams and your defense, both of them. Have faith that they can pin them back and then hold them. So then you you get the ball. You can do the double score thing that they love to do. Score right before the half, right after the half. Um, and yeah. uh, and with that being said, it's like where the fuck was I going with that? It's like uh, <laughs> Bill wants to basically the first two drives of each mm-hmm. game for both teams, the first drive for each team and most likely the second drive for each team is kind of feeling the defense out for one whole week. You're watching their film on what they did last year, what they did in the last three games and all that stuff. So they're like, we expect them to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and then they come out and it's like, let's see if they actually do this. If they cater to everything that you looked at on film, then you're like, all right, we know what to do. We know how to handle this. If they show you a completely different look, then you're like, all right, we got to adjust. And then it becomes an in-game coaching situation. So if Brady's on the field, if we defer to the second half, Brady starts, hell, it, you're most likely not going to score on the first drive. It doesn't happen very mm-hmm. often. Statistics show that on the first drive, it's not likely that you're going to punch it in. Not even likely that you're going to get a field goal. No. Brady is looking at Bill's defense and going, all right, I looked at this for 20 years. Let's see if it still looks like what I saw back then. And then he get out there. If it looks the exact same, hell, maybe he carves them up and scores on the first play. If it's different, then he feels it out, most likely goes three and out. He's like, all right, we saw this, this, and this. This isn't what we prepared for. And the second drive, he comes back, makes those adjustments. If Bill changes it again, another three and out, he's like, all right, they changed it to this. And then once he gets used to what Bill's running, eventually there's going to be repeated plays, repeated coverages. Then he Mm -hmm. settles into it. So it becomes like a kind of a chess match there where both teams are like, what are they doing? What am I used to? What could they have changed? 
Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Bill do the, uh, do the amoeba defense he used to run where there was just, you know, one, one, if anything, just, you know, when it was just Will Fork with his hand in the ground, everybody else is just walking around, you know, that I want, I want that kind of stuff. Cause I think that's kind of, I mean, who the fuck am I to say what, what can beat Tom Brady? But I think that's, you have to confuse Brady. Cause what has everybody said for the last 15 years? I'm not going to say 20, cause he wasn't like this in his first five years, but for the last, you know, 15 years or so, if Brady knows what you're doing, He's going to carve you up no matter what. That, yeah. Then it just becomes you have to just beat him, which doesn't happen that much. Yeah. So I think Belichick's going to pull the whole, you know, maybe he drops someone out, brushes someone else. They're not expecting it. Stunts, all that design all pressure, pressure, all that he, fun stuff. He wants to give the look of a cover three, but then have a rover spy underneath to pick off anything. If Tom Brady's trying to go short, mm-hmm. if they run zero blitz, then he wants somebody over the top because he knows Brady's going to try and get it out downfield against the blitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, oh God, it's going to be, God, the more I fucking think about this game, I, I, I want to see the chess match of him. And, and I know God, I've like devolved my conversation Cause I'm always like, it's not just Brady Belichick. You got the team. No, it, it is still kind of Brady Belichick going against each other because and there's, if, if, there's if no anything thoughts about it. No, no, there isn't. Cause you have, you, you know, whenever it was, you know, Brady playing Rogers or Brady playing Manning, it was something like that, but they weren't playing against each other in this case. You have Tom Brady directly going against Bill Belichick's defense. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, who, who, who can out, who, who can out Jedi the other one? Because these two, you're talking about two of the elite at their position going against each other. Very rarely do you ever see this. Yeah. I'm fucking pumped. Oh, it's going to be a marvel. And I, I'm going to be on a flight for it. So I've heard JetBlue does air they do yes so i will i will be watching the game in the air oh Oh, no hopefully hopefully i can bet from forty thousand feet up um hopefully uh, hopefully the game go god hopefully it's not a shitty one Uh, you know flights alone kind of suck i don't want the past to have a shitty game and all this and i just throw on inception and pretend like i never watched there you go yeah yeah did you watch it did i not watch it i don't know um man i don't so 24, 23 Patriots. That's my prediction. Yeah. I got 20, 2014 Patriots. Yeah. 2014 Patriots. Yeah. I mean, no surprise that we both picked the Pats here. I think, um, you know, there's, and again, I don't want people to think that we were just blindly rooting for the Pats. You know, I know, I know. Talk to each other about our predictions beforehand. Not at all. Everything except we were like, I found this, this, and this, but I'm not telling you what my final thought is. Yep. Yeah, no, because and I, I think it's better that way because you know if all of a sudden you came out and you were like Bucks are gonna win thirty five to fourteen, you know that that'd be fucking blasphemous. Yeah, but yeah, I I I'm just not a serial killer. I I I'm not a serial killer. I don't think that I don't think either team's gonna run away with it. I think it's gonna be a back and forth game. This is gonna be one of those games that isn't going to be fun to watch. If you know what I mean, it's gonna yeah. be fucking stressful the whole time. I'm gonna be sitting there trying to eat my buffalo dip, but I'm not gonna be able to because I'm gonna be fucking jumping up with my hands out of stress. Just I, I don't even. Oh, I'm gonna be switching switching seats on the couch until like they make a good play. Then you know I have to sit there because it's good luck. But then once they fuck it up, I gotta get up again because obviously the good luck ran out on that side. Heaven of the forbid couch. something happens when you're out of the room then you have to watch with binoculars from the oh kid. my god then i gotta watch and like watch the reflection off the off the mirror <laughs> and all that shit uh i don't i don't know but i think this this game regardless of who wins who loses 
I, I haven't seen anybody talk about this yet. And I kind of wanted to ask you what you think was going to happen, you know, before, um, you know, before we start rattling on about this, because I could talk about this for eight hours, but I don't want to, I don't want to keep going. What do you think happens at the end of the game? Assuming whoever wins, whoever loses the handshake in the middle of the field, you know, that's always the thing, you know, Belichick, remember uh, Eric Mangini, he kind of fucking like slapped him away, you know, like get the fuck out of here, asshole, all that stuff. But then there's some coaches that he got, what do you think is going to happen? I think I know how it's going to go down, or at least I, I have in my eyes, how I think the handshake's going to go down. What do you think? You think it's going to be civil? You think they're going to duke it out? It's going to be like boxing match in the middle of the middle of the field. I think it's going to be a whirlwind of emotions for Tom Brady. when he, yeah. This is the first time he's pulling up to Gillette Stadium where he didn't drive there from his house. He's going to be on the visitor's bus. He's going to wow. up. And instead of going left to the home locker room, that brother's going right to the away locker room. He's going to be in a locker room that he's never been in before, besides maybe going in there and congratulating the other team on a win or a loss. So he's going to be in a completely different atmosphere. For him to say it's not going to be a nostalgic kind of thing, I think that's complete bullshit. There's no yeah. way you can be in a place and then come back and not have those kind of memory lane type moments where you just kind of sit back and look at where you were. So I think emotions are going to be high for Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a bunch of firsts for him all across the board in a time when Tom Brady hasn't had a first in his life. He had a first who rule with another team, but other than that, He's seen the same coverages, doing the same plays, the same offense, basically. he's It's all the same for Tom Brady. And I just think that the emotions are going to be so high at the end of the game. He's going to go give Bill a big old hug. He's going to go to all the players that he liked. I, I don't think mm -hmm. it's a handshake. I think he gives Bill a yep. fat hug. Yep. To all the former players, to McCourty, to Van Noy, to all his boys. Hopefully we signed Jamie Collins by that time, to Jamie Ooh, Collins. He nice. goes around giving everyone handshakes, giving hugs, just kind of sharing his moments with him. Mm -hmm. Brady has been kind of a sore loser in the past where he loses and then just storms out into the tunnel. And it's yep. happened on the Patriots. He lost yep. to the Panthers, didn't say anything, cussed out the refs and left, didn't shake any hands. But I, I know that game. Yeah. And I don't think this can can physically be one of those moments. I think if no. Brady was really so callous as to just leave and not shake anyone's hand, that would man, that that's not the Tom Brady that I know anyway. I don't know how you're I don't know how you keep rooting for that guy if you're a Pats yeah. fan, he does that. Yeah. Granted, I don't know Tom Brady more than a hole in the wall, but I just from what I've seen over my 20 years of watching him. 20 plus years, I guess I'm old. And um, so are you, but um, <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> I just think the emotions are high here and yeah. it's very forgiving, very loving win or lose. He goes yep. up everyone. If they lose, it's maybe a little stingier. Maybe yeah. he throws like a handshake or a quick hug to bill, like one of those hug me brother, but then they're like, right. And then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just to get the hug. Yeah. 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 But nothing, nothing crazy. And, but like all the teammates Win or lose, I'm sure it's all respect for him. He's going to shake all the hands and stuff like that. What do you mm -hmm. think? I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said they were going to hug. I think that it's going to be one of those things where, you know, like you said, regardless who wins, who loses, Patriots, Bucks, by whatever the points are, I think that they hit the, – they go in the field, they do the thing where they, where they shake hands, they hug for a little bit, they talk, blah, blah, blah. They do the thing where, you know, they're smiling, all that to each other. Because at the end of the day, the, the battle's over. I don't think that these two guys dislike each other. I don't think so. Is there bad blood? Maybe, you know, who fucking, there, but they there always is, you know, you always hate your boss a little bit. 
You know, you always do. But I think that at the end of the day, they know, regardless of what any talk show or any radio show wants to tell you, they know that they needed the other one to get to where they, to get to where they are. So I think it's one of those things where it's, it's, there's going to be a rush of emotions for both of them, not just the players, everybody, but just Brady and Belichick alone. They're going to, it's going to be the hug. It's going to be the thing because at the end of the day, the game's done. Now you can just kind of hug it out, bitch, be cool, all that stuff. I I do think they're going to hug it out. Um, And yeah, I think that will be maybe the only time where I let myself become, I open up my heart to the game. Because right now I'm seeing the video with the fucking Adele background, the hello from the other side. That shit, I don't know. People are watching it. They're like, oh my God. If you listen to the lyrics in that song, doesn't really like, it it, it doesn't jive with what they're trying to do. But anyway. It yeah, was, it's very weird. It made it seem like more of a breakup, like they were fucking. Yeah, dead. and it was weird. And then every every picture of Belichick, he looked like an old, an old gremlin looking yeah, guy. Yeah, and- get the fuck out of here! I, God, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sure though when that happens, it's going to be one of those things where you know I'll put my my Patriots fandom aside for a second, and I'll just be a fan of what's going on because at the end of the day, it's not like I dislike Brady. It's just one of those things where. He's the enemy right now. When he retires, he's going to go right back to the top of the list for me. Yeah. But oh, as of right out, now. It's going to dig deep, pull out all the emotions. Yeah. Me. It's really going to bring out my uh, inner T.O. Terrell Lowens, where I'm just like, <laughs> that's my quarterback. <laughs> Fighting back tears on the plane. Yeah. Like, Come on, guys. Fuck. Just hug, just hug, bitch. Yeah, everyone on a plane from New Orleans is like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, <laughs> you don't get it you don't get it your quarterback was sucky and old <laughs> like, yeah Drew Brees didn't do this and I can see it now at the end like come Monday morning it's gonna Tom Brady's gonna post his Instagram picture of him all alone on the Patriots field yep. after the game yep. it's just him looking at the banners looking at the sky looking yep. at something and I can see it just out here with some you know Tom Brady-esque caption where he's like it felt incredible and weird coming back to my old home, blah, blah, blah. Always home or some stupid yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all the Bucks fans are going to be outrageous and all the Patriots fans are going to be like, why'd you leave? And it's just yeah, gonna, yeah, it's yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But like, I can see it all now. It's almost so predictable where it's like, it's obviously going to be an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And I'm sure, hey, Bill's not free of emotion either. I'm sure he got real fucking close to Tom and Robert Kraft is obviously that's like his kid. Yeah, of course. They Robert did. Kraft is going to be up there. Tom Brady throws a touchdown. He's going to be sprinkling his tears all over oh his my box God. seat. He's going to be Kraft. crying. Oh, people people be sitting so under him, they're going to get wet from the tears. Yeah, yeah they're going to he, chill yeah. the fuck out up there. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, right. Enough, buddy. Okay, F- fuck off. Yeah. Try to watch the game. You just soak my beer in tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's. It just seems like it's a gimme. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I, I think it's going to be emotional afterwards. Do you think, cause you know, he's going to pass the uh, most passing yards record this game. Yeah. Uh, you think they're going to do anything crazy. You think they're going to stop the game, any crazy shit like that. I don't think so. No, I think there's going to be an eruption from Foxborough. Like all, uh, yeah. all the fans are going to cheer. And yeah. honestly, I think I hate to say it. I think it's going to be like 72. 30 Tom Brady tough Patriots fans in there. So I was going to ask you that. Do you think that's how it's going to be for, for, you know, j- just like the game in general? Cause obviously everybody going there is a Patriots fan, but I think the, the true colors are going to kind of come out 
And it's going to be one of those things where it's going to slowly be like, wait, are people cheering more for the, the bucks and not the pats or something like that? I was going to ask you. So yeah. So yeah, you, you think that's going to happen? Huh? It seems like the strong majority of people root yep. for Tom Brady and mm-hmm. like ask for Tom Brady. I work at a liquor store in Boston, Massachusetts, and most people come in with Bucks jerseys now. When uh, we are, we are uh, as busy, we are as busy, if not more, when the Bucks play than when the Patriots play. Fucking disgusting. And I, and I have plenty of customers that come in. I had one today that I was talking to where he was like, "Fuck Tom Brady, I hate him. He left. Who gives a shit?" <laughs> and he's like super, you know, anti Tom Brady. Fuck him, just like anyone else. If he leaves, I don't need him. So he's just like, hey. And I think there's plenty of people out there. Mm-hmm. He can't be the only one on the internet. You can always find people that agree with you, whatever blasphemous concept you want to think of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's going to be 30, 70 Patriots fans to Tom Brady fans heavily outweigh mostly Tom Brady fans. So when he passes that record, even that 30% that are still rooting for the Patriots, they're going to erupt and cheer because hell he set that record on the Patriots, basically. He did, was, yeah, he did. That, that record was built on the Patriots, and he finished it off in Tampa. So even the guys that hate him are going to, you know, they'll probably be drunk, so it'll be easier for them to just erupt in cheers. But Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, he's still he's still breaking a record. He's still yeah. Tom Brady. So I get that. It's going to – Jumbotron show, show something, too, yeah. like congratulations, Tom. We love Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, on, you know, 80,000 yeah, 80, or, or whatever it is, past yards, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think something like that happens. It's just, it's, it's gonna piss me off to hear to to see the, I, or maybe not because I don't know. See, this this is why this game's so crazy. I don't know what the fan, I don't know what, I don't know what the talk, what the atmosphere is gonna be, whether at the stadium, on social media, all that stuff. I, I'm so curious to see like who something happens with the Pats and like you know someone has some sort of snide remark where it's like, oh, like the Brady wouldn't like I. I don't know what, like, it's, it's going to be a wild time. It's going to be a wild, and the game's at 822. So there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be lubed up there from the so one o'clock. Celebrities and- going to this game. I oh, saw yeah. Little Wayne's going, Jack Nicholson's going, all these huge sports Fuck. fans are going to Donnie Wahlberg. Game. He's always at the fucking, at, yep. at the, at Which the big games. Marky Mark is coming. He uh, might bring Marky the funky Mark. bun. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, who, yeah. who, um, what's it? Oh yeah. Edelman. You think Edelman's going to be there? I think I, I think he talked yeah, I mean, about yeah. it. Uh, he was there last game, which I was surprised yeah. by. I don't know why he just didn't do it next game, but maybe he didn't want to take. They should have. They yeah. fucking should have. That. Ooh, that. Ooh, they should have. Because because really, as of right now, Julian Edelman might be my favorite Patriot of all time. I don't know. It's it's just one of those mine. things. It's it's, a, it's it's in no order. I get Edelman. I get Teddy Bruschi. Um, Teddy Bruschi is the balls. <sighs> I love Gerard Mayo. I don't know, whatever. That's a that's a whole segment for another time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, Teddy Bruschi though. Teddy Bruschi was the shit. You gotta say, was, mine's probably Dion Branch. That dude just drips. Swag. Who did it? Dion Branch was one. Dion Branch though, when he left and went to the Seahawks, guess who didn't like him? This guy, because he okay. wasn't a fucking patriot. It's not rocket I mean, science, no, people. I, I can't even lie. It so. is not rocket. Well, see, yeah, and that's fine because there's always going to be people. You know, we're gonna fucking end it the same I, way we started. I'm not even on the front. I it is not rocket science. Jersey. I was like, Dion Branch. And then uh, 
if he stayed on for one more year, I would have bought his jersey, but then he got traded back to the Patriots. And I was like, Fucking I don't have great. to do anything. I was like, I don't have Fucking to great. He's back, just like Jamie Collins. He snip, snap, snip, snap, gone, yeah. come back, gone, come back. Well, of course. Yeah, we're just going to pass him back and forth. Here, you have it. I'll take it back. I kind of need him for this year. Yeah, I mean, shit, I would take Jamie Collins on this team. Fuck yeah. Take Dion Branch on this shit. team. Shit. Dude, right now, have you seen him? Troy Brown, too? Perfect. Perfect. Fuck. In perfect shape. Let's go. Oh, pretty um, sure Deion Branch could play into his 90s. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, the, the dude hasn't changed. Like, his face, he looks Broke the, the record for the most catches in the Super Bowl. Oh, God. I, that's, yeah, he won the MVP that Super Bowl, right? I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah, he damn right he did. Um, Deion Branch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just pumped for this game. I'm pumped, just for everything. It's new. It's something that Brady's never done. He's never played in Foxborough as the opponent. It's just, there's so many, the storylines. I'm sure I can't wait. And I'm normally not excited about this shit. I can't wait to see like the NFL countdown video, the pregame hype video they have for this. I'm sure there's going to be people on YouTube coming up with hype videos. I can't wait for that. I just, I, I'm excited for the game, but I know the second it starts, I'm going to be a fucking nervous wreck. I'm not going to be having fun, but I know, and I'm most likely going to be super hungover from my three-day bender with one eye down here, one over there. I'm going to be forcing cocktails into me to get life as I'm like, fuck you, Tom Brady. That might end up being the best way to watch it, you know, because you never know how this game's going to go. Right. But I don't know. I I want to see, and this is going to be kind of mean, and I, you know, we'll kind of end it soon after. I want to see Brady get fucking shit whipped. I want to see him get sacked. Like, I'm talking, like, blindside turns real quick. Like, like you know how Judon demolished Tua? I want that shit. Yeah. I oh, want that. Uh, I want to see Judon tombstone Brady just pick him up, flip him upside down, put his head in between his knees, and fucking He could drop. take the... Take the flag. Take the 15-yard penalty. That's fine. I'm I'm sure it's about sending a message. (laughs) I'm sure Bill has no problem being like, all right, line him up. I'll take the 15-yard just once. Just once. That's how you say it, too. As he's running out, they'd be like, hey, hey, uh, Matt, 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 come here. Um, Just, you know, tombstone, tombstone. Run the tombstone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it over. I want you to go with the tombstone. Yeah. 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 They have all these different ways they could hurt Brady's. Tombstone is probably the best one. That's the one. That's one. People's elbow. No, no, no. After he does it, everyone, the announcer's like, what an uncharacteristic, (laughs) bad display of football. He's running over and they're like, look, Bill's reprimanding him now. Bill grabs Judon. I'm supposed to be yelling at you for the cameras, but that was fun. Yep. <laughs> you see the smirk, that, that that little fucking Belichick smirk come across yeah. his face. Like only other uh, I'm yep. not happy. <laughs> buddy, but he is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm pumped. Um, you know, like I said, I said that probably a hundred times, but it's just it just is what it is. I yeah. I not only for that, just because it's just Patriots football prime time. Brady's back in Foxborough. If you win, you get to two and two. You start to build, the, you know, build, you know, the the chase for the division again because then a fourth of the season is going to be gone. Well, actually, just under a fourth because there's 17 yeah. fucking games now, which is it, it fucks everything up because you could perfectly break the break it down a four game increments. Now I got to do times I've said 16 game season on this podcast. I look like I, it's fucking annoying. I do too sometimes, and you'll see, you know, people you're talking to, hey, there's 17. Hey. Dickhead, don't correct me. I understand. I know it is. Roger Goodell hates San Diego Chargers. I'm like, well, they were in San Diego for the last 19. Always be the San Diego Chargers. Always. Always. Yeah, just like they'll always be the Oakland Raiders. They'll never be the Vegas Raiders. That's just, it it looks weird. 
Yeah, St. Louis. Oh, always the St. Louis Rams. I don't even know where they play now. L.A.? L.A. has too many fucking teams. It went from L.A. to St. Louis back to L.A. Where's the logic? Dumb, dumb, dumb. See, see, no, that's not a real fan. Just like the people who are going to be rooting for Brady and not Belichick. But See, see how I bring it all back? A win-win, even if the Patriots lose, then you're like, all right, we got beat by Tom Brady. Everyone gets beat by Tom Brady, and this is the only team Tom Brady has not beat. So I think... One, it would be cool if he beats every team. Mm-hmm. It'd be even cooler if he never got to beat his former team. That would be the thing. If it's like, you know, because I think what Manning beat every team. I think Favre beat every team too, didn't yep. he? If I remember. Yeah. If it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. it's just one thing that Brady couldn't do. He yeah. couldn't beat he oh, couldn't beat the Patriots. The one yeah. thing he couldn't do. You Kobe know, I, I 40 on every team except one. The except team for one. Never left. Except for one, except for I, I ooh. see there's so many shit. We, God, I, we might have to record another fucking podcast. Like, there's so many storylines to go with this. Over. We'll just yeah, fucking run it back. Just a live stream of just <laughs> random fucking takes. Um, yeah, I I can't wait. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna be a mental wreck the whole game. Um, but like I said, I do think the Patriots pull it out. I think it's a close one. I think it ends with a kick. Uh, I know you said you think you got the Patriots winning twenty to seventeen, right? 2014 2014 yeah so great year i think and then i think you know it's two and two and then you know you're on i think we got the panthers next week afterwards right if i remember panthers and the cowboys so those are two arnold awesome those those are two winnable games definitely not definitely not um you know definitely not you know sure wins but the first step is beating the bucks i think if you beat the bucks then yes then you set yourself up you're two and two if you win the next two games you know you're four and two i did the math right right yeah four and two there we go and then you know who knows from there so i don't know i'm pumped i i got nothing else to say man all i all i gotta say that was a lie i got one more thing to say if you're a patriots fan do not be afraid to root against tom brady in foxborough okay it's that simple it doesn't mean you hate him it doesn't mean that you're on your room on the bandwagon. There's like five of us here. That's it. Yeah. Come on. Come on. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're lessening everything that he did for you nope. does not mean any of that. It's just at the end of the day, I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm just built different. I root for the team on the front of the Jersey, not the name on the back. That's just how I roll hundred percent. And there's nothing wrong with liking Brady and wanting Matthew Judon to do the thing that King Kong did in Peter Jackson, King Kong, where he opens the T-Rex <laughs> and bites the tongue out. That's yes. totally fine. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make Brady any less. It doesn't make the Patriots anymore. You just want to see Brady get crucified. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So again, you can like Brady, but want to see his ass get beat on Sunday. It's that simple. Um, yeah. I got nothing else to say, Liam. You got any last words for, uh, you know, Brady, all the Brady Belichick fans, Brady Belichick haters, Tuck Rule take haters. I don't know if we have haters, I'm sure. Maybe we oh, do. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of those Germans started to hate us after we kept saying Oh, Germans, not. Germans. Um I had nothing to say. Deutschland. Deutschland. <laughs> I was trying to think of something cool to say. I want hey, if I'll tell you this much. If the Germans are rooting for the Patriots, it's done. It's it's a done deal. It's a done deal. If, if, if we got love coming from Germany, I mean, come on. It's just the aura that they give off. They're like, yep. oh, we support from Frank. They're going to feel it. They're going to feel it. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, whoa, what was that? It's a little, little tickle. Yep. Uh, it's going to be like, oh, what was that little tickle in the asshole? Oh, that's the Germans. That's what that is. Gosh. <laughs> cool. Yes. 
Stumble. All right, guys. So for uh, for Leah McDade, Mike Sullivan, this was Tuck Rule Takes. Um, like I said, root for the Patriots. Don't root for Brady. Go Pats. Let's fucking go. Uh, James White, again, if you need a hip or anything like that, call me, call Liam. We'll give you the hip, okay? Literally anything you want. I'll give you both ears and my cock. Just anything you need. Okay. On that note, guys, <laughs> we're out. Go Pats. Hopefully when we talk to you next, we're two and two and we just beat Brady, all right? See you. Sweet feet.